In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure SSH. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. SSH should replace Telnet for management connections. Telnet uses insecure plain text communications. SSH provides security for remote connections by providing strong encryption of all transmitted data between devices. In this activity, we're going to secure a remote switch with password encryption and SSH. We'll be discussing secure passwords, encrypted communications, and verifying SSH implementation. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Configure SSH. I got the Packet Tracer Lab open here. On the left side, we have our work area. We have our devices where we're going to do our configuration. On the right side, I have the Packet Tracer activity window with all the instructions. I don't have the Word document open for this one because there are no questions to answer. There are no blanks to fill in. We don't need the Word document to save our answers in because there's no questions. Okay, so here we are. Simple, simple review lab. We have one PC, one switch. And what we're going to do is configure SSH on the switch and connect in. As a reminder, you don't want to use Telnet. Telnet sends all of your information across the network in clear text. If somebody was using a network sniffer, something like Wireshark, they would see your traffic. They would see all everything you typed in, including usernames and passwords that sent in clear text. You want to use SSH, secure shell to send that traffic across. Telnet SSH, they're very they're very similar except SSH encrypts the traffic between the PC and the device you're communicating with. If somebody was to listen to your traffic, see that information you're sending across, they're just going to get a bunch of random numbers and zeros. Here we are looking at this. We have our objectives, we have a background. SSH should replace Telnet for managed connections. Telnet is insecure. SSH provides security by providing strong encryption. Part one, use the command prompt on PC1 to Telnet to SSH. The user exec and privilege password is Cisco. Okay, I'm gonna come over here. I'm gonna click on PC1. On PC1, I make it a little bit wider left and right, just force a habit. I click on the desktop tab and the instructions say use the command prompt. I'm going to click on the command prompt right here, opens this up. Use the command prompt to Telnet to SSH. Okay, in the command prompt, we type in Telnet. That is an application that runs on the PC. And then what you do is you put the IP address of the device you want to connect into, which is switch one. 10.10.10.2. Gonna go ahead, hit enter. It's now prompting us for a password. The user exec and privilege exec password is Cisco. Type it in. We are now in user exec mode. Save the configuration so that any mistakes you might make can be re reversed by cycling the power. In order to save the configurations, I type enable to get into privilege exec mode. Once again, the password is Cisco. I hit enter. We are in. 
save the configurations. Saving the configuration is a copy statement. What we are gonna do is we're gonna copy from our RAM, how our settings are currently configured in RAM. That's called the running config. So running dash config. And then where, and then the, the statement works, copy, where are you copying from? Where are you copying it to? And we wanna copy it to the startup file. So that way when the device turns on, it will load that config. And that is called startup dash config. You could shorten it down to copy space run space start or copy space running space startup. Whatever whatever way works for you, that's the correct way. I'm gonna go ahead and hit enter. Oh, I gotta spell startup. And once again, as a reminder, in the Cisco operating systems, no news is good news. If you do something wrong, it will let you know. And so I typed startup wrong. I forgot the R in it. It did not recognize that as a command or one of the proper variables. So it let me know that there was a problem there. All I did is hit up arrow. I left arrow over to where I have to put the R in and then go ahead and hit enter. It's gonna say, do you wanna call it startup-config? Yes, we do because we want it to be loaded at startup. Go ahead and hit enter, build the configurations, then you get the okay. So we have done we have done that, we have saved that configuration. On the part 1C, part 1C, show the, conf show the current configuration and note the passwords are in plain text. Enter the command that encrypts the plain text passwords. Okay, show the current configuration. Current configuration is how RAM is set up. That is known as our running config. And so the command here is show space running dash config. Or once again, you could shorten it to show space run. Go ahead and hit enter. As we go through, I'm hitting spacebar to go at one page at a time. We have all of our interfaces, more interfaces coming down here. Notice we have our VTY, our virtual passwords. Those are set in clear text. Now we wanna encrypt our plain text passwords. That password is, it's actually a service that runs on our system. So we start off with service, space, and then what we want to do is do password encryption, P-A-S-S-W-O-R-D dash encryption. There we go. Oh, once again, no news is good news. Cisco gave me some feedback, so I screwed up. I need to be in global configuration to do that. So config T. Now I can do service space password dash encryption. Hit enter. And now once again, no news is good news. Didn't give me any feedback. I did that successfully. And let's go ahead and verify that our passwords are encrypted. I'm going to type out exit once and then do a show run. Takes us down. If you notice here, our enable password is now encrypted. Hit spacebar, take us all the way down, and our line VTY passwords are encrypted. We were able to successfully encrypt those. That takes care of part one. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. On to part two of our exercise. 
encrypt the communications. And so right now we're using Telnet to connect in. Telnet is unsecure, it is unencrypted communications. We want to encrypt it. That means we're going to be doing the process to set up SSH. First step, set the IP domain name and generate some secure keys. Uh, generally not safe to use Telnet because data is transferred in plain text. Therefore, use SSH whenever possible. Step 1A, configure the domain name to be netacad.pka. I'm assuming PKA is Packet Tracer Activity. To set the domain, okay, hang on. Let's start slowly. To set the domain name, you, we need to be in global configuration, config T. Now the command to set the domain name is part of the IP version four processes. So it's IP space domain dash name and then whatever you want to call it and here we are calling it net acad.pka go ahead set this no news is good news we've done that on the step b secure keys are needed to encrypt data generate the rsa keys now in order to cre create those keys they're part of the cryptography set of commands here in the Cisco operating system. So we start off with crypto space. We're going to work with the keys. So it's key space. And then we're going to generate them using RSA. So crypto space, key space, generate space, RSA. I hit enter. Then it's going to ask me how many bits do I want in my modules? How big do I want my key to be? I want the key length to be 124 bits, not the default. Or sorry, I want it to be 1,024 bits, not 512 like it says. Now, if you use 512, version 2 on SSH will not work. So make sure you use 1024 here. And enter that in. Hit enter. It's going to generate it. So we generated the keys for encrypting and decrypting. If you were actually using real equipment and not necessarily this packet tracer simulation on real equipment it takes anywhere from three to four up to maybe 10 or 15 seconds to generate these keys depending upon how old the equipment is and how long of a key you're doing but i've successfully completed generating my keys that takes care of step one on to step two generate an ssh user and reconfigure the vty lines okay we need to create a user that process to do that is user name is the keyword we put in there. Then they say use administrator. Administrator. Oh, gotta go back, make sure I put my space in there. Um, at administrator. And then you can either enter in secret or password. And that's telling them you're gonna set your password. If you put password, it's gonna start in clear text. If you put secret, it's going to encrypt it. So we'll go ahead and put secret in there because we wanna encrypt the password just to be more secure. And the password we are using is Cisco again. Go ahead, hit enter. No news is good news. So we generated, we created a user. Now we need to go in and configure our 
VTY lines to check the local username database for the login credentials and only allow SSH for remote access and remove the existing. Okay, from global configuration mode, we need to go into our line for virtual terminal. So that's line VTY zero space 15. We have a range of 16 possible entry points for virtual terminals. We are gonna go ahead and configure all of them right now. Uh, first step was is to use the local username database to make use that 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 name we just created and so that is login space local you could put other processes here to use or to um, use usernames to authenticate like a radius server active directory you could list all of those out there a good practice is always to have a local user just in case none of those are available. So we are using login local, go ahead and hit enter. Next step was to use SSH only for remote access. Here we can change our transport. So it's transport space input space SSH. You could put any in there, you could put telnet in there, but right now we're just gonna set it up to use just SSH. And then we have to remove that password of Cisco. If we scroll up here, it was password Cisco in here. To remove it, you gotta put the word no in front of it. And so here we go to remove it. So no space password space Cisco. That will take care of removing that password. I'm gonna go ahead and type exit, get out of the line configuration, type exit one more, get out of global configuration mode, and then do a show run. When I do a show run, here's my username I just added. Here's my IP domain name I added for SSH. I'm gonna hit the space bar a couple times, take me down. Now we have login local to force it to use that local database of users. And here's our transport at SSH. We've done all the configurations. On to part two, step three. We're going to verify SSH is working correctly. What we're going to do is exit Telnet. I'm going to go ahead and type exit in here. Notice how it, it ended my connection to the server. We are now at the C prompt that says we are now at the PC itself. Okay, exit Telnet and attempt to back in login using telnet so telnet space and then our ip address was 10.10.10.2 okay we are trying to open it we open the connection and then immediately the connection is closed by a foreign host because we are using telnet and they're only using ssh we're using a less secure method they are terminating our connection immediately at this point in time now we're going to attempt in logging attempt to log in using SSH. So go ahead and type SSH and they say just type that and press enter. And so what we're looking here for is the usage. So the command is SSH, then the option is dash L. It's not a one, it's a lowercase L, so dash L. Then the username we're gonna use, once again, we created administrator. And then the target or the device, the IP address we're trying to connect into. Our command would look like SSH space minus L dash L. And then the, our username is administrator. 
core. Well, I gotta spell it right. And then what device are we connecting into? That would be 10.10.10.2. It's now prompting us for a password. It didn't terminate our connection immediately. You're gonna go ahead and type in our password. Our password was Cisco. And we are now telneted into our device. We have S1 as our username. If I type enable, gonna ask us for a password. That was Cisco again. And I can do a show run. And there is our configuration. We are now using SSH. We encrypted our communications between, between the client and the server. That was Packet Tracer Lab 1.3.6 Configure SSH. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.